G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam, thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch Podcast, the award-winning podcast that is sometimes about Neighbours. Neighbours, of course, watched on Amazon Freebie, episode numbers 8,996, all the way to 99. So close to 9,000, just one week away. And before we start, episode 9,000 next Monday, if you become a Patreon for just £1 a month, we're doing another giveaway. We had such a great success with the last one. Uh, Georgie is very, very happy with her mug and stickers. Uh, of course, this podcast is sponsored by Brews, as you know, the official sponsor. Uh, so we're looking to do another one. So just one pound a month will get you early access. The video content, so you can see me and myself, JK, the host, and Adam. I haven't said anything yet because you didn't introduce me at all at the start of this podcast for some reason. You didn't introduce yourself either. Um, so, okay. But, I know, yeah. I realised. Well, until you say my name, I'm not actually going to say anything. No, you just swung in your chair, didn't you? Go in. I could read your mind going, he's forgot to do the fucking intro. Eh? He's just started going bowling into something. So, yeah, so predictable. That's because before we came on, you went, right, we need to make sure we talk about the, the giveaway. <laughs> Everything else has gone out of his head. <laughs> you All right, guys. Just as we started recording, you went, what did you think of the episodes? And like, honestly, I couldn't think of a single thing that had happened. <laughs> yeah, I've got two pages worth of notes here. Couldn't tell you a single thing that happened right now. It just completely, I panicked and it completely fell out of my head. Why are you panicking? You don't need to panic. <laughs> so the giveaway, yep, is for to celebrate episode nine thousand. Um, I'm wearing a t-shirt. You could get one of these. Can they get one of these? Hang on, would we decide what it is? No, we'll decide on the day. See how Can I you feel. Hear me properly. I'm turning my microphone on. You know, haven't you? You sound all right. Yeah, you sound fine. Good hell. Half asleep. Um, yeah, is it going to be a t-shirt? Is that what it's going to be? Yeah, maybe this time. Yeah, episode nine thousand is going to be a t-shirt. Um, it looks like this. The logo and that. Um, what you can get it in any? Should we say they can get it in any color? Yeah, you can pick your favorite color because it's it it works well on great colors. We've had a green black background in the past. Um, no, we're rocking the no, black at the moment. No, it's the logo that goes on a different colored t shirt. Yeah, but like we like when you look at our socials and stuff, like sometimes we just have a slightly different background color on it. We change it up, don't we? We do. We do. We you do. are. You are. It, right, it, it fits all colours. It's such a great logo. It's a real comfortable T-shirt as well. It's only one of the cheap ones. Don't get me wrong, but we're not we're not sending you one of the fancy things. But it's still pretty good. Fits all right. Um, yeah, you get yourself one of the T-shirts. To be honest with you, part of the reason why I wanted merch originally was so that one day someone other than me or you wears it. And if, we, if it's if it's we've resorted to buying it for people now and just giving it them. <laughs> That's what that's what we're doing, but I'll still get a kick out of it at the end. So um, yeah, we got we are growing in Patreons. Did you say we had a couple of new ones? 
We did, yes. Uh, thank you so much to Karen and to Kat joining us on the Patreon this week. One pound a month, very well spent there. You have got yourselves in the draw for next week for episode 9,000. Uh, I think we're going to do it that we're going to do the draw the week we record. So by the end, like by yeah, the end of the so week. So. Episode 9,000 is Monday. Mm-hmm. We usually record these on Thursday so that they're ready for your Friday, your fifth helping of neighbours in the week. So that's when you'll find out. Uh, we'll we'll do the draw live on the podcast on the Thursday recording, and then you will find out on Friday when you listen to it. Well, actually, right? no, the patrons they'll probably find out Thursday night like this. We turn, I turned this around pretty quick, you know? So yeah, the patron, yeah. you get early access, you get it Thursday night. You can, you can listen to it before you go to bed, while you're in the bath, maybe. I'm just dictating people's nighttime yeah, routines to them. now. Listen to it where you want. <laughs> what else is happening for episode 9000 Adam oh I'm very excited well I mean I don't I'm not excited anymore I was excited like because we have to we don't do things live yet um we've recorded a very special episode haven't we for episode 9000 to celebrate episode 9000 we have when we told you last week keep an eye on the socials at the weekend we've got something fucking big coming it's it's had a reaction like you, we could couldn't have hoped and dreamed for. It's been no. phenomenal. It's been such a good reaction uh, to our announcement video that yes, coming fourth of March, the day of episode nine thousand is our chat with Viva Bianca, aka Chelsea Murphy, and Stefan Dennis, aka the one and only Stefan Dennis, the one and only. Yeah. Uh, it's a really great chat. It's it's not often we, we it's not often we get to plug them to be honest like in between, like we, we've held off a little bit on this one haven't we which because mean? we because usually we record them and they go out fairly pretty quick afterwards yeah. like yeah it's a very okay. odd moment whereas this one there's so much more encompassed in this one so we kind of held off a little bit as well well we held off as well because we wanted something because it was episode nine thousand we wanted something big something special for that and when we kind of managed to you know sort this out. Um, we we decided that episode nine thousand was the perfect uh, vehicle for this, the biggest podcast we've ever done. So if that if that's not worth a pound a month, because you'll get the video version of that, and I might chuck it out a day too early as That'd well be because good. you're a patron. It so. is good. Look, as I say, I'm not excited anymore. I was excited to chat to them both. That was fucking brilliant. Very exciting. Bit bit nervous i think we both were um but we just chatted some shit like we usually do anyway and powered on through uh but <laughs> now now i'm not excited now i'm now i'm a bit nervous again now i'm like oh i hope people like it i hope it I, like because like you said a lot of people have watched the video uh like the trailer for it now they're gonna listen to it and now i'm nervous you want it people, to live up to expectations. Yes, because yeah. we're putting ourselves out there, and people are actually like want to listen to this. Yeah, it's it provoked a lot of reaction online as well. A lot of the yeah. comments, people are very excited. I hope they talk about this. I hope we talk about that. We don't. Uh, we don't. <laughs> Just so you know, we don't. Like people are putting things out there, going, "Oh, I hope they, I hope they talk about this." We didn't because <laughs> we both would. We just went. Uh, do you like neighbors? We'd like it. It goes a bit like that. Um, no, I'm only joking. It's pretty fun. They're both really good. And what was also really cool, I thought, 
that maybe we'd get them for like 15, 20 minutes or something. Nope, they gave us a full hour. Um, so we chatted a lot of shit with them. Um, they were really good fun. We did really enjoy it. I only hope now that you all enjoy it as well. I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm a little bit more confident in that. I'm less nervous than you, Adam. I don't like you to be overly confident about something. <laughs> <laughs> I have edited, I edited it last week and listened back to it. I thought it was really, really good. I think we okay, do. Well, I worry about your editing more than anything else on this planet. So that's that's why I sent you a copy, and you've got you've got another week to respond and tell me I'm, of anything you don't like. I'm actually, I might actually listen to this one. You do this sometimes, and I go, yeah, it's probably fine. Um, this one I might actually listen to because I do want this to be good. <laughs> yeah so that's that's next week that's um the 4th of march we are very excited about that um is that it are we done are we done yeah, with I think the admin done no, if... I, no no listen to my question are we done with interviewing people now is that oh, it? no never done never okay. done with interviewing people uh we have got plenty more in the pipeline if this is your first time with us because you've seen the video going oh who are these guys welcome Thank you very much for listening. We do get to the neighbours eventually. There'll be a note in the in the podcast and telling you when we actually start talking about neighbours. You know what I'm going to say just before we do start talking about neighbours? I'm going to tell people to keep an eye on the socials. Again? Again, a third week in a row. I mean... We are, we are some sort of role. Yeah, keep an eye on the socials, dickheads. <laughs> just never keep your eye off. Always keep watch. You need to watch them because they're watching them. Yeah, that's and if you're an old listener and you get that joke, God help you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tim. <laughs> right, let's talk about neighbors this week. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to struggle and try and remember everything, but thankfully, I've got my notes here. Uh, first thing I want to talk about this week is the Rodwells. Yep, yep, they yeah, the Rodwells were here. This week, and they've got some new stories going on. Remember when we had a chat with with Candice last year, and she went, "Oh, you're not going to believe what's going to what's going to go down." Yes. This is the shit that's going down right now. So, the cliffhanger last week was that Andy has got a letter from a prison, and it's about his brother Felix. Uh, I think we rightly predicted that he's going to be released or he's being considered for parole. Yeah, uh, which we turn out, yeah, he is. Uh, we also get a little snippet as well that Andy is adopted. Is so, it? Yeah, that was a little thing they threw in there. Didn't even pay attention to that. That's literally the first note I made. Fucking hell, I did not get that at all. Yeah, so Andy is the adopted one, uh, whereas Felix is the biological son of his right. parents. Okay. Andy said that that brought some pressure to him, and it, it might might have been one of the reasons he decided to become a cop. Because he wanted to be res- respected and show that you know he was grateful for the adoption and did his par- adopted parents proud. Sounds like a reach, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I've definitely, I've definitely dug a lot of that <laughs> out. Uh, and they discussed Felix uh, between Andy and Wendy, and what Andy read in Philippa's diary. Remember Philippa's diary from fl- before Flashback Week. Vaguely. Yeah, they've not forgot about it because that gets brought right back up. Yep. And he says, yeah, there was a couple of pages missing. And when he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot about that too as well. Like, I thought it was going to be mentioned in flashback, flashback week, but 
it seems we didn't exist that week at all. No. Uh, and he says that, hey, yeah, do you know what? Felix said he was going to donate some sperm as well. He showed up to the party and said, yeah, I'll chuck you some sperm. It sounds it sounds ridiculous. When you say it like that, I think it sounds ridiculous. I, I Yeah, I don't think people donate sperm that offhandedly. No. Well, they do literally do it offhandedly, I think. That's that's, <laughs> that's the best way of doing it, I find. Um <laughs> I think, yeah, it, it just seemed it just seemed a bit willy nilly for me. All this sperm, <laughs> all this sperm talk. We are an award winning podcast. Uh, yeah. That is, <laughs> um, yeah, he was going to do it. Then Felix said, "All right, I'll do it." And then there's all this sperm just flying around, and there's like, there's more sperm than milk in this fridge. It makes no sense. Yeah, and. No one seems to know who did what and said, like, people said they were going to do it, but did they do it? No one, like, there's just fucking sperm everywhere, aren't they? It's everywhere. She had a massive collection, Philippa, by the sounds of it. Seems a bit, I don't know. I, I get why they're doing it, but it just, it was, okay, you've got one guy doing the sperm donation. Now I've got a brother just also doing the sperm. Where does it end? Well, as well, so from what I understand as well, it was actually meant to be for Philippa. Yeah. So the sperm was meant to be for Philip, but then she's yeah. just like, ah, do you know what? You just have it. I've got loads. Yeah. Because <laughs> my second round sperm. It's like, Philip is not JJ's mum or whatever. Somehow Kara's laid her hands on all this sperm and just, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of sperm knocking about. <laughs> more, more sperm than I thought neighbours would, would have. Is this because it's on freebie now? There was never this much sperm. At 5.35 on BBC One. Oh, there certainly wasn't. Uh, it, there's definitely a couple of racier topics being discussed this week. Yeah. As, as we'll get to. We'll get to the other uh, one. We'll get to the other one. So Andy goes to see Felix and hears him out. He's like, no, I'm going to be good. I, I think me going to yours will be, it'll be great. And uh, you know, I'm no rush to come back to prison. I'm on the straight and narrow. As they say now. And he hears him out and he's like, oh, okay. Fair enough. While I'm here, just want to ask you about Philippa. Did you, did you do it in the cup? He's like, nah, nah, I didn't do it in the cup. Don't worry about it. Don't worry well, about it. I just said I was going to. Well, if we didn't do it like that. If he'd done it like you've just done there, I would believe him straight away. Like you just said, nah, nah, like you didn't do it. I believe you didn't sperm in the cup. I believe you. I don't. I didn't believe Felix for two seconds. It was like, oh, uh, Philippa, um, oh. Well, I did go to the party, and oh, she, how is she? By the oh, way, oh, I think she's dead. She's dead. Oh, uh, oh, uh, sperm and kids and uh, no, no, uh, it was me. It was then. It was very obvious. It was you. A little bit later, and this is quite a nice little, little possible bit of foreshadowing or whatever. JJ later on, we'll get to it. He does something, and he is the mo- it's the most obvious. It was him. Like, he's got no poker face either. So, like uh-huh. father, like son, possibly. They both went, uh, oh, oh, you about, oh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It was you then. <laughs> yeah, and if, just in case you didn't see that from his reactions, you then got the scene where, like, literally from this maximum security prison, let's not forget yeah. that, it says the sign on the door, maximum security prison. He just sidles off, gets a little note out, and reads it over and over again. 
Yeah, it's, so it's missing pages. Yeah, and did you did you read what it said? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, actually, I think someone screenshotted it and I read it online. Yeah, the, the only bit that I could make out was sperm is sperm. As far as a great bit. Because yeah, because it was something like, oh, I really wanted Andy, but this will do sperm is sperm. Yeah, sperm is sperm. As far as a great line. And if that's not the name of this podcast, I'll be shocked and appalled. But yeah, <laughs> like maximum security prison, um, I know someone who works at prison, uh, people sneaking all sorts. Like, it is mental. A lot of the things that happen in, like, you know, like prison shows? Yeah. Like, I don't know, any prison show. Um, and you think, whoa, I don't know if that had happened. It does. <laughs> like, it's proper mental. Like, I think the people who write those kind of prison dramas and things like that, they have, like, the consultants and things who actually go to prisons and properly yeah. research it and all that kind of stuff. They are really good, and they actually use, obviously actual stories that are about things i'm not allowed to tell you any of those stories on this podcast because he will i don't know either arrest me or just beat the shit out of me because you're not allowed to tell any of those stories um <laughs> but they are ridiculous so i can understand felix having a little no however i don't think that scene was needed it was already very obvious yeah he's, he's done the sperming he doesn't need to get the note out that says spermy sperm yeah show don't tell Yep. Uh, also, what, what, what we're talking about being a maximum security prison, they're like, oh, we can't hug. No. Uh, they don't like that. But it literally just looked like they were in a cafe. There was a coffee machine behind them. Like, it was. <laughs> that's, like the, that's the meeting area, though. They've got to have a little coffee machine. And uh, that's like prison visiting 101. Sit around a few tables. And then there's like a an older kind of con there who says, Baby brother sorted you out then. He's not a cockney, they're Australian. It's a fine line though, I think. Um, <laughs> he's like, get out of here, mate. Felix is he's working. He's worked. Andy Andy Bradwell has said, Okay, you can come around my house. Yeah, just do even though you used to buy my daughter beer. <laughs> yeah, Andy and Wendy are quite fine with it, but they do need to talk to Sadie about it and check she's alright. And I did love Sadie's reaction here. She went. Okay, well, I've been sat down. All right. And you went, oh, you remember Uncle Felix? She went, yeah, Dodgy Uncle Felix. Dodgy Uncle Felix. It's a good nickname. <laughs> that is a great nickname. She's yeah. like, yeah, what's, what, what, like, what's the deal? And he's like, oh, he's getting out. So he's going to come in. She's just like, yeah, whatever. Don't care. I'm, I'm barely no. here as it is anyway. She thought she was getting in trouble for the Paul stuff from the other week. She's got mm. other things on her mind, which we'll get to. She's mm -hmm. like, yeah, Dodgy Uncle Felix. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, she's just not asked, is she? No. What do you, do? Is he? Do you reckon they'll kind of fast track this through? Because later on, Andy Rodwell is doing the CV, not CV. What's he doing? He's doing like the recommendation kind of yeah, thing. He's, yeah, he's, he, get, he fires that off. Um, brilliant. He's done it. He's 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 kind of vouched for his brother. I wouldn't be surprised if he moves in next week. Oh yeah, no, it'll be out. Like the second that hit, someone someone already read it and gone, yeah, get him out of prison right now. Yeah. What? Andy Rodwell says he's all right. Erinsborough's finest. Erinsborough's finest. Erinsborough's only policeman. I definitely like I like that your little your thing about this poor bastard is somehow holding back the flood of all the criminals in Ramsey Street. It, I definitely felt felt that this week. 
Yeah. He was doing all sorts. He was running around again, like literally like a blue ass fly again, just trying to put out fires. Bless him. He had no back. Why doesn't he have a partner? Yeah, like because it used to be uh, Levi, that handsome devil. Yeah. Levi oh. used to be his. It, what happened to Levi? He got off with the. Uh, God, what she got? Was it Freya? They were the best looking couple I've, I've ever seen. Yeah, they lived happily ever after. I hope they did. Yeah, I hope they did. No, I mean, we'll try. Uh, no, I've, I'm, I'm sure they've mentioned him. I think they mentioned him at some point. Going, oh, yeah, they're just chilling over here. They're, they're having a great time. I think that is a character that is missing. Rodwell's partner. Wow. I reckon that'd be quite good. Like last week, we were talking about who we could play in Neighbours. I would love to be Andy Rodwell's partner in any way possible, but also I think I think you would be a better partner for him as a as a police. Like you'd be like a rookie because you look about twelve, and like I think that would be you. It's like work experience, and like <laughs> you you he takes you out, and it's your first shift, and you just get involved with stuff, and like Slade beats the shit out of you, and then you you're the oh, yeah. policeman though. All sorts of shit going on. I reckon that's a character that is missing from the show. Rodwell's partner. Yeah, he does need a he does need a, need a young sidekick. He's a bit of a bookworm. Likes to follow the rules. And Andy's like, listen, I've been on the job a couple of years, mate. I've been doing this for ten years. I'm I'm fucking good at what I do. Yeah, I nobody would... likes being told after ten years that they could be great at their job. No, this is true. <laughs> It's just a little private joke between me and Adam there. I liked it. It's good. Uh, yeah, so Sadie's all right. Should we talk about Sadie then? I would love to talk about Sadie Rodwell. She's one of my favourite characters on the show. Um, and we have said quite a few times, um, we like the fact that she doesn't really have her own storyline. She just gets involved with other people and kind of drops truth bombs on them mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but there was the stuff with Paul. Yeah. Leave her alone, you dickhead. That was that was very that good. Was stuff. Now she's got her own, and it's I don't know. I don't. This might sound like a bold statement. It's my favorite storyline on Neighbors at the moment. All the yeah. other big ones that are big and ridiculous, but this one, reason why I like it, it's the most real one, I think, on the show. And because she's like a real character, it's I think it's really good. Yeah, it is fantastic. Agree with that 100%. It was very enjoyable. And it didn't seem forced at any point either. It seemed like, you know, like you say, it seemed real. It seemed like that's a situation that could, that happens in real life. It was, it was, it seemed real. It was funny. I thought it had funny bits in it. It was... It was quite just a, a nice, cute little story. Yeah, and it went away. I didn't expect it to go as well. Yeah, I'm glad it went the way. Do you want to talk about it a bit more? We're being, we're yes. being almost quite cryptic about our descriptions of it here. Can yeah. we talk about it? Because this is a little bit racy. It is. So they're, they're out nightclub. It was nice to see him in a nightclub. Yeah, loved it. Uh, more of that, please. Yeah, more nightclubs. I'm assuming that was a little Tommy Tucker set. <laughs> yeah, for the day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're out clubbing. Has a macker all over each other. I hate that. It's horrible. I hate that in nightclubs. It's you. When, when, it's, no, when it's, couple, what you it's what you're like. <laughs> no, I hate it when new couples are out in nightclubs and they're just all over. Yes, yeah, like you're out with your friends. Just fucking chill with your friends. You can do all that at home. That's what you've been yeah. doing all week. Like, 
You're out with your mates. Just, yeah, I hate that kind of stuff. Exactly. That, so that kind of left the other three. And Holly's like, right, got about five different targets here. Going to pull someone. And Byron's like, ah, whatever. I'm just going to go chill over here. And Byron's fucking brilliant, by the way. Byron's so fucking chill. He so <laughs> He's great. Chill. <laughs> I think Byron has almost, I don't know how, almost, it might have been by accident, has become the character that has, should have been. Yes. Very good statement. I like that. Like, because Byron went, obviously it was new Byron with his fucking name tag, and <laughs> with Misha. Wow. Um, like, he had, he had that kind of story, that he was, he was a different kind of character, and what they've done is they've somehow made him just this lovable lovable everyday guy like and has could have been that like at the start he was just a nice guy and then they just kind of went a different way with him and it's almost like byron kind of filled that that gap maybe yeah i think i think the big difference between byron and has is that byron's mature has still doesn't seem mature whereas like byron's like yeah he's kind of he's lived a life already you know what i mean he's been an escort for a couple of years You had to deal with Misha Bart, and that's that puts years on anybody, you know. Exactly. <laughs> he is mature, like in that way, but then also he's just a normal. He's, he'll have fun. He's like he's not over the top ridiculous. He doesn't need to be snogging whoever in the club. He's not like I don't know. We didn't go oh like has got more upset about his dog leaving than. I think really Byron got upset about Misha Barton leaving. Yeah, like, they both they both had people leave him, and yeah, Byron kind of just grew up and got over it a little bit. I think I don't know. I just yeah, like him a lot better. Yeah, he's, he seems like he's in a good place right now. He yeah. doesn't feel the need to like Holly's still on a little bit of rebound mode. She's having to deal with Hazard Mag just throwing it down their throat. Horrible. Uh, which they could be a little bit more kind about, I think. I know, I, I like, I understand that they're cool or whatever, but they could be a little bit more. Well, maybe we shouldn't absolutely chew each other's face off in front of her in a nightclub. No, I liked that, but then I didn't like that. But I've seen people you at like clubs <laughs> like that. So again, this was at least added to like the realism of it. They, t- they actually took them to a nightclub. They didn't just go to the waterhole. They went out, brilliant. They were nailing the shots, brilliant. They were snogging in the corner. She was off, like, trying to get guys on the dance floor. Byron was being a bit tipsy. I like tipsy Byron. And then Sadie um, drops, I suppose, another truth bomb on him. She does. And you've, we've both wondered about this and, like, what her deal is. Like, she's always keen to, like, set other people up and, you know, seems a bit of a girl about town. But she admits, she's like, oh, yeah, I've actually not had sex with anyone. I've just been waiting for the right person and I've not found them yet. So I've, I'm not been in a rush to do it. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm ready kind of mentally and et cetera, but just not found the right person to do it, which is quite refreshing to hear. Um, so Holly straight away is like Byron, like well, doesn't miss a fucking trick. Well, that's because she sees, like, Byron gives Sadie a hug. Yeah. And they've done this a couple of times recently, just, like, drop plant, planting the seed a little bit. And then she's like, what's going on there? Bit of a hug. And Sadie's like, yeah, we hug sometimes, so what? We're just pals. Holly's like, yeah, but what, what do you think? 
Sadie's like, what do you mean? Holly's, you know what I mean. Sadie's like, I think I know what you mean. What do you mean? They do, I, I like it. Because Holly is this girl about town, because she's Izzy Hoyland's daughter, and she's like, oh, five, there's five lads there. I'll probably leave them all, though, because I'm too good for all of them, whatever. Um, and she now, it's twisted a little bit, and she's trying to sort out Sadie's love life or whatever for Sadie, which is what Sadie usually does for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the yeah, now she's thinking maybe Byron is a pretty good option because he's a very experienced man. Yeah, true. You don't want to, you know, if it's your first time, you might want someone to hold your hand a little bit. Uh, we know what holding hands means to you. <laughs> you that's an engagement ring the day after, surely. <laughs> I Watching this whole storyline, I was like, we're going to, at some point, Adam is going to probe me about. <laughs> I'm not going to probe you. <laughs> I'm not probing you, my friend. At some point, we're gonna—it's gonna have to be brought up. Adam will not will, will refuse point blank to say anything about it. I'm sure. But, but what? Probe me enough, and I'm far too open, and I'll end up telling <laughs> the story. No, because I don't know. Because that's your—that's your private life. I would never di- like divulge your private life on a fucking podcast. <laughs> fucking wood. Only if it's funny, though. Not if it's like like. Is it? Is it like what? You know, I don't have to go into the into the main thing. But what was, what was, what was it like? Was it was it a, was it a clumsy mess? Was it was was the like lightning and rainbows and a unicorn? What what are we talking? So I think it's it's interesting how depending on the sex of the person you talk about virginity differently. Like, um, you know, like you take a girl's virginity that seems to be the, the common phrase. I'm not saying that's right, but that's what it is. Like, you take a girl's virginity, whereas a man loses it. No, that's is this true? true? Yeah, I think so. I I, I feel I like I don't that, know about this. This sounds I, like a bold one of your bold statements that's backed <laughs> up with no research whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I hope that's different, but from the language I generally hear, that seems to be how it goes. Or especially, at the very least, when I was that age and... Talking about that, that was that seemed to be how it was spoke about. I definitely think you're digging yourself a massive fucking hole there. <laughs> this might have to get edited out. <laughs> but I, I feel like when you say Patreons you want- are going, I'll take back my pound. <laughs> People are saying no, thank you. I feel I feel like when, like you said, you want maybe you know maybe want someone with a bit of experience and to hold your hand. I I definitely feel like I picked someone who took mine away. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't lose it; it got taken from me. Do do you, do you like need to go and fill a form out or be part of a BBC documentary <laughs> was, or something? What we're we talking? It was perfectly fine, but yeah, I did worrying me a little bit now. I did pick someone with more experience, and that like the the levels in experience definitely showed. In in the end. In the interactions that we had, and, and okay. the whole thing went down. Uh, you know this person. I can't. I cannot keep track of all your mistakes. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, it was. You know, you can understand that. You can under, again. You can logically understand the thinking of why she's gone. Okay, well, yeah, Byron. I like Byron. There's a, a clear affection between the two. There's 
Which kind of says she just wants to do it, but she wants to do it with someone nice. Who's nicer than Byron? No one. We've just been through that. Like, he's proper nice guy. He's fun. They get on. They're friends. Um, I think, though, that as so as it goes on, I think maybe they're two good friends. And I think there's a little bit more to it than just let's wham, bam. Thank you, Byron. <laughs> yeah, I like, like I said, I'd, I'd liked how this went and yeah. they could never mention this again. This this could have been done. This 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 could have been a week-long story that they'll never talk about again. It probably will be. <laughs> but there is also something there that they could revisit down, down the line, I think. So yeah, she decides she's going to do it with Byron. So has and Mac go to a stamp festival, museum thing and has just geeks out over that, and they, they try and make they're trying to make him like a little lovable geek, I think. And I just yeah, you know, just didn't quite do it for me. Just like nobody gets that excited about stamps. Come on, like it's fine having geek out over coffee, but stamps, yeah, I don't be- not believable. Uh, okay, I might get the stamp community after me now. Yeah, that's more people. More also, just at this point, I mean, some a lot of people probably have turned off already. But um, I would like to say that, once again, these are not my views. These are not the views of me at all. They are the host of sorts only. They, that is not even just the full Neighbourhood Rewatch, okay? He does not speak for us all, okay? That is 50% of the Neighbourhood Rewatch. There you go. <laughs> not me. Uh, so he does, he does the Instagram and the Facebook, so if you want to like slag it off, put it, put it on there. I do most of the Twitter stuff. So you can just be like, I'll, you know, I'll be all right with you if you're all right with me. So there you go. <laughs> so Sadie decides that she's going to invite Byron to do his makeup and then broach the subject at that point. Uh, so she's doing the makeup. Byron's having a great time. He fucking loves it. It's funny because He's Wendy really won't fuck it. off either. Yeah, Wendy won't take the hint and, and fuck off. Well, that's uh, real as well. That's yeah. a very that's like a situation where your mum won't leave you alone. You're trying to, like you're like a guy or a girl, or whatever, and your mum keeps hanging around and offering snacks or drinks or whatever, and you just like leave, leave us alone. Yeah, and it's not it's not because Wendy's even trying to cop block. Like she's, no, she's just, just being a mum. She's just being a mum and just completely unaware. She's like, oh, I made you some fruit. That then, fruit was it. Uh, there was some cherries. Which that was, was the a, point, because uh, Byron said, I don't do cherries. Yeah. Good then, line. Good line. Well written. Well done. Uh, and she goes to ask him, like, she's like, oh, thanks so much for doing this. This was loads of fun. He's like, yeah. Your eyes look so nice. Time. Yeah. He's like, you've got great eyes as well. I love spending time with you. You're great. And she's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And I think because he's, because there is so much warmth and affection between the two and such a good friendship, she goes, Ah, do you know what? I don't want to ruin this. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go through with it. I'll find someone else. And you just you see it the, the idea forming her head and she goes, nah, not the right person to do this with. Uh later on, when has a Mac back from the, the stamp festival, stamp fest. She's stamp like, fest oh, so how did it go? And she go? And Sadie's like, nah. Didn't want to do it. Great guy. Let's stay friends. Great guy. Very well done. I thought it was really good. Um, I don't know if they will do anything with him in the future. Um, I only wish that I had done a Sadie Rodwell a few times in my past and, <laughs> and gone, actually, no, we're pals. Let's, let's not 
do that, let's just be pals and that'll be nice. What an idiot. Well done, Sadie Rodwell. Well done, Sadie. A very mature decision there from a mature person. And yeah, like I said, it's out there. Like there's clearly affection between these two and that, you know, that could turn into something down the line. I think we will see. Yeah. It's nice just to leave some things just kind of floating in the ether a little bit and we'll see where that goes. Uh, right. The other part of the Rodwell story involves the Varga Murphys and specifically JJ and Dex. Uh, they're worried about Slade. Because so they should be. So they should be. He's a bad man. He is a bad, bad man. And he's a man. He's not a child. Yeah, he's not a child. He is a fully grown adult. And he shows up at school and just starts walks in. just walks into school. Oh, this is such a shit show, this school, isn't it? Such so, a shit show. So I think so I, I quite liked the first half. This is happening quite a lot recently. I don't know if this always happened or whether it's just recent, where it does seem to be like they're doing it um two halves for the week. You get two episodes about a couple of things, then you get the second half about a couple of different things. I enjoyed the first half with Sadie and a few other bits. I hated the second half of this week. And a lot of it is because of the school and old people's home that makes no sense. It's such a bad... Yeah. It, was, it was a bad idea from day one. They left it for a while, and now we've come back to it, and it is still bad and still makes no sense. You would not have a school that is also an old people's home. You would not have it just open as a building site. You would not have random old men coming in to harass kids. You would not be able to do that. It's, it makes no sense. You would not have a head teacher who never does any head teaching, but just asses about on the building site. Wouldn't happen. It, oh, it's so shit. Like, I, I wish we'd never done this. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's... It is very, very silly. It, to the point where even when they did, later on when they're doing the, the walk around, even the woman's going, like, she's desperately trying to link the two and going, why the fuck is this happening? This, yeah. this would never happen. It, it, it's, it's like she was speaking for me. That's what I felt <laughs> like. She was walking around going, this is stupid. This makes no sense. Have you, why are a load, like, have you locked down all the building equipment? Therese's like, because uh, she ain't paying attention. She's like, uh, yep, yeah, it's all fine. At some point, Slade's going to ride through school on a fucking tractor, innit? There's going to yeah. be something ridiculous that, that happens. He's going to have a wrecking ball um, that flies through the school. I would love that if Slade does that. Wrecking ball. And, my, and he'd get the rights to Miley Cyrus over it. That would be really good. Hey, guys, this is Marissa, the OG and the best Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best Neighbours podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch. I'm going to say something that might upset the builders community now. Well, you say that... You are just, you are just ticking people off, yeah. yeah? I mean, you've yeah. already lost all women, <laughs> so brilliant. I um, can't remember what the other one was, and now builders. Yeah, because you, you said, you know, Slade's going to come in on a wrecking ball. The last thing you want to do is put any builders in a building site next to anything. I used to work in a cafe uh, that was in an office block, and they were building another wing of an office block to put more offices in. And it was adjacent to the cafe, 
and the builders <laughs> would fucking destroy our staff toilet nonstop. Absolutely nonstop. It was just builder shit after builder shit after builder shit. It was it was a nightmare for about two years. It was an absolute war zone in there. You say that, but then I've been to the bathroom on a stag do after you, so <laughs> pot and kettle. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah, our whole area was just a free for all and it was really bad. You don't want it, you don't want to ever mix those two. You wanna have the building site separate and then put the other stuff in later on. And you're right. You don't. You don't want to mix. You would never mix these two things ever. No, it's rubbish. It's just so. It's so silly. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense what they're doing with it. I, I hope. Well, I don't know because they've persevered with it now. And now, um, so the main story is though that Slade said the other week that he was going to get JJ because JJ grassed him up for defacing the drinks divas van, and he hadn't forgot. Um, and he, he finds him. Like, everyone's, they're all a bit panicky. Dex is panicking. He wants a lift to school. They Like, mm-hmm. JJ's like, now nah, we've got to keep it pretty normal. Don't tell. Don't tell the mums about it because um, they'll only worry or whatever. And then, obviously, Slade does see them. Um, Dex just fucking pegs it, leaves him, leaves him all on his own. No brotherly love there or the cold no. or whatever. Just goes, Fuck this. See you later. JJ, credit where it's due or whether it's stupidity, I don't know, stands his ground. Stands his ground on his own. Yeah. There is a thin line between bravery and stupidity sometimes. But I feel like they, considering they're brothers, you'd think they'd had a conversation going, right, okay, if we do, because they're worried about seeing him. Like I said, they're trying to get a lift and... And Kyra's like, no, give you a lift once. You'll want a lift every fucking day. Fuck yes. Uh, I think it was Remy, actually, and Kyra. Kyra wasn't that bothered. You think that I had a session going, right, okay, if we do see this guy, what the fuck do we do? It's fight or flight, innit? You either stand your ground or you just fucking leg it. Yeah. I mean, we've we've spoken to a serial runner away on this <laughs> podcast before. If you are in trouble, just fucking run. Maybe scrap for a couple of seconds, throw a few, but then get the fuck out of there, okay? You run away. Um, I've never fully run away, but I have also never gone full on let's let's throw hands either. I have... I once came face-to-face with two guys in the centre of our local town. Um, that you know a lot better than me, even though we both grew up there. Um, it was like towards the end of a night out, and I was with uh, a girl, and we were just like walking. We'd left like the bar. I was only probably about, I go nineteen maybe, um, and we were just walking. We were going to get like a taxi, or we were probably going to get a cheeky kebab. This would be great. This would be great if you could roll this into your virginity story as well. This would be fucking brilliant. <laughs> It's not the same story. It's different. Um, so we, we, we were probably going to get a kebab or whatever at the end of the night or whatever and then get a taxi. Um, and there was two guys. And they were, they said, I cannot remember the full thing, but they, they were like, they said something. And because I'm with the girl, 
and I'm a bit of a smart ass. I thought, right, well, I can't back down because I'm with this girl. And yeah, it's like a friend on her. Exactly. So I, I'll, I'll, and I can chat a lot of shit, obviously. Um, so I, I chatted some shit back. Um, and locally, this was br- like it was the best possible thing. She said, "Come on, they're not worth it." So that, like, like they, I was ready. So that, so as soon as she says, "Come on, they're not worth it," I was like, "Nah." No, <laughs> they, they are, like you say, I've got to look after your honour. I was like, no, what did you say? What did you say, mate? Yeah, you better walk away. <laughs> Did a bit of that. She, like, pulled me away, whatever. Um, but then, so, we ended up having a row, like, literally five minutes after this. About, I don't think it was about that. It was probably about something completely different. And she went, fine, and, like, walked off. Like, I did, she did the full strop and walked off. And I okay. was like, yeah, go then. I'm really good at, like, giving people shit after they've walked away. Um, so, did that. And then, so, I was good. I, I thought, I'll leave her, like, five minutes, and then I'll go after her or whatever. So, I did. Went after her. Saw the same two guys again when I was now by myself. And at this stage, I'm like, right, the she's gone. She was the reason to act like... I, you yeah. know, like I had a pair. Um, she's not there. So no one to impress. Also, there's two of them. Yeah. So what I did was, was I, I didn't run, but I did put up my coat like that. So you like, I was hidden in the collar yeah. like that and very quickly just walked away like that. <laughs> just turned tail and ran away. I didn't run away. I just used it was like a hard a, walk. I just thought this is not like if you're if you're gonna fight, you, it needs to be to impress someone or for a reason. There was no one to impress at that stage. All that would have happened would have been probably me get the shit kicked out of myself. So why do it? And I love that story as well. If it turned out she then joined the other two guys, well, no, no, and started she, beating you up as well. Well, no, that would be silly. That would not happen. Um, I quickly met up with her and it was all fine later on. And then we went home, um, got it on, and then had another argument because that is what we did. (laughs) Good times. Um, JJ has no one to impress at all because that pegs it, but he he does stand his ground and, lo and behold, gets the shit kicked out of him. He does. And, yeah, he does royally get the shit kicked out of him as well. Uh, you, sorry, FYI, you have just unlocked a memory for myself as well. Uh, oh, go on. So the girl I did lose my virginity to. Sorry. Oh, so God. She, she took it from me. Right. Uh, before we did go back to do the deed, I did have to pull her back from having a fight in a pizza shop. Oh, God. <laughs> you just unlocked that memory for me. I completely forgot about that. What yeah, I a do pizza have, shop for? She was I can picture it in my mind. Girl. I think someone else had tried to nick a pizza. I think we'd order it and pay for it, and someone else tried to claim it, so she wanted to fight her over this pizza. I mean, that should have been a red flag straight away, really. I mean, I like pizza, but... Is, was this even consensual? Like, do I have to, like, call someone? <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was perfectly fine. Okay. Perfectly fine. What great review. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so yeah, he gets the shit bait out of him, doesn't he? Because Dex fucking legs it and doesn't apologize for legging it nope. either, to be honest. He kind of goes, yeah, I just legged it because that's what I do. I'm like, at least fucking say sorry to him. And it's obvious he's had the shit beaten out of him as well. Yeah. He spends the next four episodes, or however long it is, just going, <gasps> yeah. he looks properly winded. Like, I can't remember the last time I got winded. Winded, getting winded is probably the worst thing that could happen to you, right? Especially as a kid, like you fall over or you just get punched or kicked by accident, like playing football or something. Getting winded is fucking horrible. So last time that I got winded, um, in my other job, I do some sporty things as well, um, coaching and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I join in, um, and I joined in with the um what age would it be like the under tens girls football team joined in um went in goal i said i'm not gonna i'm not gonna play but i'll go in goal um one of them clean through on goal um i kind of you know make self pitch pitch michael yeah Yeah. she shot it hit me the ball i saved it fucking brilliant but it it took it took the wind out of my sails, and I can't go down or cry or go full JJ. Well, that's what I did. I probably did go full JJ. I was like, "I'm fine, I'm fine. Give me a minute." <laughs> Boy, it hurt. That's the last time I got winded. Yeah, poor JJ. He's so obviously injured, and nobody picks up on it. Nobody cares. Like, I know he's trying to hide it, but he's not doing a very good job of hiding it. Bless him. No, this is the thing. He's not a good poker face or anything. It's very no. clear with him what, that he's had the shit kicked out of him or, as we go as it transpires, that he is now fearful. He's worried about this happening again. Slade, he, it, I feel like Slade has got him now. It's done. Like, he said he'd get him. Yeah, he got he's him. got him. Yeah, what more can he do to him now? He's punched him and kicked him. Yeah, it's done. Um, however, JJ is still worried about this. And on a trip to the coffee shop, Harold's, whatever we're calling it this week, um, he spots, has his favourite knife, his cake-cutting knife. And it's very obvious that he's going to take it. Yeah, it's bright red. Uh, and it's his favourite cutting knife. I mean, to be fair, I do have a favourite cutting knife as well. I've got like two big kitchen knives that I use and there is one that I prefer over the other one. You are the has of this podcast. <laughs> I also have I a favorite. I try my best, everyone, to be the Byron. No promises <laughs> I also have a favorite gas hob as well. Um, yeah. I have a favorite arrangement of the oven, how I think the, it works best in the oven. Um, Fuck me. I have a favorite mug as well. Neighborhood Rewatch one. Same. Sponsored Wee. by Bruce, everybody. Wee. Yeah, I do have favourite utensils. Uh, yeah, and he quite obviously takes the knife because he's just left it on the side. I think he's cutting some carrot cake up with it. You went carrot cake. I'd already said cake, but you felt the need to say carrot cake. There's no like, there's no way you would know that. You could even be right, but you could easily be not right. So wrong. <laughs> Um, like, I have no idea why you felt, felt the need to be so specific. I think it's <laughs> carrot cake, based on nothing. Based on nothing, that. Could have been. 
This is, this is for the people who want the in-depth stuff on the neighbors. Do, do you think people um, want us to be more in-depth and talk about neighbors more and all that? Or do you think people want to hear about, you know, you losing your virginity again? I don't know. What do people want? Because we can, we can change this podcast a little bit. We can make it more neighbours. We can make it less neighbours. Let us know. If I you're think... still listening, we already know all the women and builders have turned off. So <laughs> who's left? So, yeah, he takes it and he hides it. He doesn't have to very well. I thought so that weird. was really weird that he put a sharp knife up the sleeve of his jacket. Surely that's that could cause you some damage. Yeah, that's not where you want it, right next to the arteries. That is yeah. not the place to hide it at all. I mean, yeah, that, that's not very not very safe at all. I remember James Bond did that in Casino Royale as well. He He's losing at poker. He's getting his ass handed to him. So he's like, ah, fuck this. I'm just going to stab the dude. So picks up a knife. Uh, and then he just keeps it right next to his arm. I mean, I'm like, that's, this is a busy casino. Like, you, you might, someone bumps into you. you you might I would trust James Bond, though, to know what he's doing. Not fucking JJ. He ain't got a clue. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what to do. And he decides to put, he decides to just, because Kara comes in, because Kara's like, oh, I'm just going to go check on JJ, because I've heard that Slay's been knocking around. Just walks into school. Just walks into school. Everybody, every country just walks, just walks into school in. there. Just walks in. Uh, so he panics and just puts it up. And because it's distinctively bright red, it gets spotted by Curtis later on. Curtis is back. Yeah, nice to see Curtis knocking like around. Curtis. Yeah. Nice to see him. Yeah, it's nice to see him knocking around. He spots the knife and straight away he knows what to do. He knows what he's he's been to those conferences. He knows what to do yeah. in this situation. Locks the school down. Locked down with the Straight away. Yeah. Uh, but this is unfortunate because the woman who is doing the inspection of the old folks' home slash school is there make asking them questions like have you locked up things? Is it safe are, here? Yeah. Are the kids wearing hard hats? Is it clear to the kids which part is a building site and which part is school? Yeah. Uh, so this is going on. What a fucking disaster for Jane and Therese. But none of them are, none of them, like, obviously Therese is distracted and that's what we're playing up on. She's always on, she's on her phone a little bit too much and she's distract, completely distracted. Okay. Uh, Bit annoying, but okay. Jane is just as bad, I think. She's so like scatty and doddery. Like, I would not want her in charge of anything. Yeah. She's just Laura building site. No, she just seems <laughs> all over the show. I think she's a really nice lady, but I just don't think she really exudes much confidence or yeah. no, she's anything. out of she's out of a depth, isn't she? Yeah. If only there was like someone else who could maybe like return to the show fairly soon, who might be a little bit more experienced in like principling and just like being like an absolute legend of yeah. Ramsey Street. He's done it for more than ten years as well. Yeah. And would consider themselves good at the job. Well, not just good, but great. Great. <laughs> so yeah, all the kids are locked down. Fucking Nell milks this. Nell really milks this. She's like, I'm so scared. I'm like, she you're milk. not scared. Well, she she's, milk. I've started to think, she's just an attention seeker at this point, I feel. I agree. I would agree. And I think she proper milks it to, like, at the start, she's like, oh, oh. She starts doing that. And then halfway through, she goes, I'm going to start a let us out chant. 
and well, you were shitting it a second ago. Yeah. Like no, no there's no need. Like no, she wound me up. Wound yeah, me up. I've, I've not got much hope for Nell to be honest. I I already think she's irredeemable. As... She, did, she did say at one point because they're talking about who would have brought the knife in, and then she says, "Oh, maybe it was that one supply teacher who was a cannibal." <laughs> she, oh, like, please don't let this girl on the internet. She, she will believe anything you put on the internet. I think, well, I think it was a joke. It's like, well, it's like one of those school rumors, like about a teacher, and it's it, like this supply teacher wasn't a cannibal, obviously, but I think they probably did one of those things. Oh, it's the new teacher. That one's a cannibal, whatever. Every school's got that story. We can't some of them because they're ridiculous and <laughs> end up some of them being true. Um, but like one of them, which was which is ridiculous, but we had this one teacher who was um a computing teacher. And he oh, was yeah, like yeah. and he was like from the Middle East or somewhere like that. Um and he was he was crazy though, and we kind of like started like this. We didn't start it, but it was like the story that he was like part of like some sort of militia or like terrorist cell, or he was an assassin, or he was a skilled swordsman and um, explosive expert, and all this ridiculous stuff. But I wouldn't put it past him at all. Yeah, you can understand where those stories are coming from. Yeah, wasn't the story that he turned to good as well because he'd he'd pulled someone out of a fire once he he'd regretted his decision and pulled them out of the fire. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, and then uh, and then he was just like a gun for hire, like the Equalizer or some bullshit. Yeah, but then yeah, that wasn't really bringing him much money. So because like you don't get many good, uh, like you don't get many good private militia these days. They're always they're always pretty sinister, aren't they? You hire a private yeah. killer I, to do killing bad things you don't you hire know where to look for them as well like it's <clears> not easy like you can't just go on the so you can't like keep an eye on the socials it doesn't really work if you're like a terrorist i don't think yeah. i don't but know maybe that's where it does that where it does work best yeah the dark web and he did work in the he was our it teacher as well that so way. yeah but he, he he used those powers for good in the end to teach us how to use fucking microsoft acorn <laughs> not microsoft I, I, bbc acorns what? We didn't teach the BBC Acorn, surely. We're not that old. We did not. We did not have Microsoft at high school. We did not. It was something else. It was not Windows ninety five. We could not afford Windows ninety five, so we had some other dog shit one. That's quite possible. Uh, That would never was has never been used in any sort of mainstream uh, computing. Uh, It did used to go mental as well when we didn't switch it off properly. When you just like. So like now you can just like oh I can just put the MacBook down. Like I shut everything down properly, probably because I was afraid of him. I still do that (laughs) now, and I still tell other people who are a lot younger than me, you better turn that fucking computer off properly. Don't just fucking close it. Yeah, I'm passing it on, I'm channeling it. No, I I just like literally the second we finish this podcast, bang, MacBook just goes down. You've learned nothing. I know. I was pretty scared of him though, so I. I oh, he was scared. He was a scary guy. Yeah, he, he wasn't was a cannibal or anything, but he was still a pretty scary guy. So they're all on lockdown. Nell's like starting to do the "Why are we waiting?" bullshit. Um, it's very. Um, what? How? How did this come about? Where? Oh, 
Andy Rodwell is doing some police work. He goes around to see fine, Haas. Fine police work, by the way. I want fine to make that work. clear. All by himself. He goes yep. around to see Haas and he goes, because uh, obviously the lockdown's been phoned into the police. It's a knife, whatever, whatever. He sees the knife um, with Jane um, and then he goes to Haas. Um, Haas says it was those three knobheads. He has to come back and question him. He has to get the mums in. He has to get Toadie in. Um, and it's very obvious. I think even Andy Rodwell knows at this time that JJ has done it. But someone else who spots it straight away, Dex goes, it was you, wasn't it? Yeah, it's very obvious because you can't look at him on the eye. You're looking dead shifty. You're still clearly winded from getting the shit beaten out of you from before. Yeah. Um, it's obviously you. And he's like, yeah, it was me. He's like, so oh, thought- you so Dex goes, it's obviously you. I thought, right, at some point, maybe late next week, like we'll have to we'll we'll get to the bottom of this and he'll have to come clean for whatever reason. Twelve seconds later, there's a knock on the Rodwell's door. They're just having a nice glass of wine. Wendy tells us, again, this came out of nowhere. Wendy's poured him a wine. Andy Rodwell's like, whoa, we're we celebrating, me doing some good police work. And she's like, No, I've decided what I'm doing at uni. What? Okay, because you haven't mentioned that since you last mentioned it about a month and a half ago. I thought there was going to be a bit of a storyline with her finding herself, maybe, I don't know, like deciding, trying a few things. No, she's decided, completely out of fucking nowhere, to be an art teacher. (laughs) What? Yeah, I don't think she's ever expressed any interest in art, ever. I think she did one picture one time. Yeah. Crap. Why is she an art teacher? Guarantee you, she'll be an art teacher at Irene Rising before you know oh it. Oh God! And she'll do. She'll be drawing fucking Harold in the nude before the year is out as a live <laughs> drawing class. Bet you. Um, yeah. So she's just doing that. I thought that I wanted a bit more, and I didn't want her to be a teacher. I don't like. I don't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. I've seen those fucking adverts with that smug bastard be a teacher, and he helps a little kid who throws his bag, and then he does the particle thing with the other kids. First of all, that particle thing that he does with those kids, that's a high school. I've done that particles thing with like a bunch of eight-year-olds, so he's fucking miles behind in his job. He's fucking shit at it. I don't... I, I don't wish it on anyone. I think he's a liar, that actor. He should... He, he wants beaten up outside a pizza shop. It's a joke. It is not... It is nothing like what it says on the tin. Don't do it. If you're listening to this, we've already lost the women, the builders, teachers. Fuck off. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Talk shit. I'd also like to say as well, don't go into hospitality. It's it's not going to reward you very well at all, and you're going to lose a lot of your time and uh, just yeah, it's it's not it's not a nice industry at all. What's that leave us with? Podcasting. Podcasting, yeah, this is our last resort, really. Asking about making videos, not a problem. <laughs> so, yeah, he admits it straight away, which is good for JJ, but killed all, kind of killed all the story, really, because they oh, just yeah, do just wrap it up as well. I thought at this point, he's just... Because I think if I was JJ at this point, and I'm actively, op- I'm actively campaigning to be cast as JJ's best mate yeah. in Neighbours, uh... I think I just double down at this point. You're already this deep in the lie. Just fucking double down on it. Like Andy it. knows it's him, but he's like, I'm not going to ask him any more questions at this point because he's not going to fucking admit anything. Mm-hmm. Just double down on it and hope it never gets brought up again. Well, I thought it would be maybe another week, maybe even a week after that, 
when Dodgy Uncle Phoenix, Phoenix, Felix rocks up and then we would have done something with it that way. Now, yeah. there's still going to be something with Dodgy Uncle Felix, but without that. So I've, I've, there'll be more more that happens after this knife fiasco. But, I don't know. I mean, he has got to get he has got to get expelled from the school because he brought a knife into school. No, no, they've va- suspended no, for two weeks. He's got to go. Nah, suspended for two weeks. That's all it is. Oh, somebody! Oh, someone's keeping stum here. Someone's yeah, seen not, a spoiler. I can't tell this story on the podcast. I'm afraid. No, okay. <laughs> I can tell it, but you'll have to cut this out. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Right. So that's done. Let's move on to yeah. We've we've mentioned it already. Tony and Therese. Uh, Therese was very distracting. How long's this podcast going to be? Are we doing Tony and Therese and then a couple of other people as well? Uh, yeah, we're going to do Tony and Tony and Therese and then Chelsea Paul. Okay. Finish off with. Go on. Uh, so, so yeah, they are not. They are actively. This is massive warning bells. I think for this relationship now is that I think you're in a bad state when. You can't even be asked arguing with the person that you're in a relationship with. I think once you get to that point, I don't think there's any way back. Yeah. And this is exactly how I feel about these two now. I don't think there's any way back from where they are now. No. And I think because it's gone on so long and because there's been so... I mean, I don't... It's not been... I don't think it's been as written and done as well as it maybe could have been this bit because it, I feel like we've had the same scene yeah. over and over again and without very little change in it I feel like we've been doing the same dance for at least since the show started almost yeah. since the since October I reckon yeah oh. I mean if you want to no I mean if you want to show that they're just making the same mistakes over and over again and they're just doing this to each other again and again then yeah, job done in that regard. Uh, but yeah, it, it needs to come to it needs to come to a climax now, doesn't it? Well, I'm hoping that's next week. But then, but then I feel like the problem with it is is it's not really. I don't even feel like the drama's escalating. I feel like we're literally doing the same thing over and over again. It's not got any worse or anything. No one's. How long is it going to take? Is before yeah, somebody somebody maybe hold someone's hand when they shouldn't, or if someone tells someone, just fuck off, I'm not wearing drackies. Like, it's, I don't... It's boring. It's so dull. And then this time... So, Therese can't be asked. She fucks off and goes and sits on the beach. He comes on, sits on the beach with her, and then she's like, all right, yeah, it's all right. But does, then we does... go round again. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I want it to come to a climax. There's, there's a part of me like we're bigging up episode nine thousand quite a bit. Like because well, we've, we've got a big episode on nine thousand. We've got a big episode coming up. There's part of me thinking, do you know what? Are they just going to let nine thousand slide by and nothing happens? No. I'm really worried. Walking it, like I felt like when Therese stormed off last week, I thought, oh yeah, here we go. This is it now. Therese is going to storm off, and Tony's going to go after her, and they're going to have big words, and then they're going to be apart, and something's going to happen. Doesn't seem like that. I think I'm worried now that nothing's going to happen next week. I think so. It's Monday's episode nine thousand. I think mm. someone will kiss someone else at the end of episode nine thousand. See, I'm worried that nothing will happen and it'll just be a normal episode. Yeah, it would be, but then it'd be fucking pointless, wouldn't it? 
<laughs> but I would uh, maybe the biggest thing about nine thousand is us. Possibly, maybe. So I'd be, I'd actually be okay with that if nothing happens in nine thousand. We've got uh, at least we've got a uh, neighborhood rewatch and yeah, we've made chat, an effort. Even if they haven't, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I, they're in a just a downward spiral. There's, I don't think there's any way of getting out of this. They can't be. Therese can't be asked fighting with Toadie. I can't be asked talking about him. Yeah. So let, yeah, let's not bother. Let's let let's just move on to what we want, do want to talk about, which is Chelsea Murphy. Yeah, and what she is up to. Uh, Chris is pretty shocked at her position. She's like, "What acting manager?" She's like, "Yep, sat in the chair and everything." Big chair, big ass chair. So better start listening to me. Uh, Paul's looking through pictures of David that because uh, Leo went to see the mom last week, but he's back already. That was a fucking flying visit. He's back already and now fine. He said, "He said, yeah, I let it all out while I was there." So we don't need to talk about it anymore. He's dead. He's gone. That's it. It's over. Forget it. Don't worry about it. We didn't seem that arsed anyway, to be honest. We're not going to talk. Like I think, like we're going to finish with the Chelsea and Paul stuff. However, I'm just going to throw in as well. Leo went away, came back. He's fine. Aaron went away, came back. He's not fine. Um, he's he's still playing like he's he's grieving and it's shit. But he is going to start making an effort. Um, and I think that's pretty good. It's another extra little string to the Aaron bow. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. glad he's back. I told you he'd come back the very next week. Um, he's he's back. He just did some driving and then he came back. Um, he wants to be there for Isla and everyone who's kind of helped him out and he knows he's done Nicolette a bit of a badden and hopefully he's going to sort himself out. However, it's not going to be an easy ride for him. I still... I'm here for Aaron. I like all oh, yeah. that they're doing with him. It's really Yeah, good. I really like this. Yeah, it, he seems again, a lot more arsed than Leo does. Yeah, again, it was realistic because he's gone away. He's had some time away and he's gone, do you know what? I can't fucking make peace with this. It's fucking horrible what's happened and I'll probably never make peace with this, but I realise I've been selfish, so I'm going to try and make an effort. He's come back because it's the right thing to do. Even though it's hard for him, what a hero. He's going to come out, he's coming back to try and help everybody else and and, and deal with it together, which is the right thing to do. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really well done. Uh, so yeah, Paul's looking at pictures of David that the mum sent and it just sets him down a spiral. I think, now there's a lot of people that hate Chelsea Murphy. There's a lot of people that do not like her. Uh, I am not in that category. I think, and, and you're gobsmacked by this. Well, I'm not gobsmacked because this is, this is the thing that you would do. Like, because you now... No, Viva Bianca, you like her character. Those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Like, like, like. I like Viva Bianca. I think she is a fabulous lady. I very much liked chatting to her. Um, you can listen to it on episode 9000, March 4th, coming soon. Because yeah, there'll be nothing else going on on episode 9000. So. However... And this is despite Viva Bianca trying to tell me that Chelsea isn't all bad. She is the fucking worst. <laughs> but See, that's no, I... okay. I said it last time, I think. It is okay to have people you hate on a TV show. That is the whole fucking point. I hate this character. She's the worst kind of villain because she's smug. She's She looks fantastic and she knows it. She does not deserve 
anything. She is doing everything through manipulation and being sneaky and underhanded and all those kind of things. She does the look to camera, which is, oh, you just want to slap her if you could. Doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's not a good character ever in the show, but she is the fucking worst. Are you going to tell me she's not the worst now? I'm going to I'm I'm going to say that yes, she is massively using this situation to her advantage. But I actually do think genuinely she is trying to take care of Paul at the same time. I think. She is having a cake and she's eating it. Carrot cake? Or... <laughs> she, I think she, like, when Paul's looking at these pictures, she's like, okay, these are great pictures. This is great. But this must be a bit, this is a bit horrible. I think you maybe need to, she says something like, you need to stop wallowing in this. You need to go have a shower and then let these feelings go. And because you're just, you just spiral. Why does she bit, tell yeah. him to go and have a bath? Because she does then want to go through his will. Because she gets on his laptop and goes through all his shit, and then she goes through his will to find out what he's offer he, he wants to leave to raise because she's gonna try and get her hands on it. Okay, you might have dispar- oh okay, yeah, you might have <laughs> You might have turned me around here, but no, I, I, I think do that's really good. Cool. For the show, you've got yeah. to have a bad guy in it, otherwise there's no drama and it's shit. But no, she's I the think... fucking devil. <laughs> no, I do think she actually genuinely cares for Paul. And I think Fuck off, you naive no. bastard. No. No, I, I, I'm sticking firm to this belief. I think when it's all said and done, you'll go, yeah, do you know what? She did some terrible things. I think I think what you'll find is that she's very similar to Paul. Like, Paul has done some terrible things to Therese in the He's past. He's the biggest villain of all time. He is. That's what we thought by the nobeds who listen to this. <laughs> so you've just said she's as bad as him. Yeah, but we're in a position now where we don't feel that bad. Like, we're kind of not that ardent. Like, like when everyone piled on Paul the other week, we were like, I was a bit harsh piling on him. And yeah, I think at some point, when it's died. all said and done... Sorry, say that again. Because his son had just died, though. Like, he's still shit for the guy. Like, he fucked up, but he's still going through a lot of shit, and he kind of knows it's his fault. She, yeah. as it stands, has got nothing... Like, the only thing bad that she's got is the fact that she's broke. So that's why she's scamming all this shit. But that's... If it turns out the reason she's broke is... Whatever it may be then maybe at that point we'll go, ah, layers, reasons, whatever. At the moment, she's the fucking worst. Maybe I'm just being I'm just being optimistic. But I think, like I said, when it said it's all said and done, I think you go, yeah, she did some bad stuff, but I can kind of understand why. I don't think I'll ever forgive her. I don't think I can forgive <laughs> her for this. Yeah, I mean, she has done something pretty horrific by the end of this, this well, week. Uh, well, before we get to that, she's... Yeah, we see on her phone that she's overdue a debt payment and she's like, oh, fuck, just delete this. I need some fast money. So she just railroads through the perfume thing to get her some quick, easy cash. Makes a massive order. Krista is like, what the fuck is this? Paul kibosh this. Why have you done it? And she's gone, because I wanted to, because I can. I don't think she can, though. 
This well, is the thing. This is the thing with this stuff. Like, I, I like it because we just spoke to the two actors who were in it and fucking brilliant. However, it doesn't make sense to me that she's acting manager, able to do all this. Krista is a Sinclair, and is mm-hmm. the owner of the whole kit and caboodle, and she's not going. Nope, you're fired. Like at one point, they were going to fire Paul, and he was the actual manager, yeah. not the assistant to the manager or whatever bullshit. Um, yeah, I don't... So there's no reason why Krista would stand for this shit. Yeah, but I don't think Krista has any actual real power because she was on the outs with her dad. Yeah. Now Reese is Maybe. in charge, and she constantly says, I don't want to get Reese involved. That was she my, has kind yeah, of made up her favorite own line title. of the week. That was my favorite line of the week when she went, like, they were like, oh, I'm going to gonna have to get Reese. And nobody wants that. And I was like, fucking spot on. You're right. Nobody wants that. Fucking Misha. No, we don't want it. So I, I you know what? I, I think that is the little loophole with that storyline that you mentioned it. I think, because going back a little bit, Krista shouldn't have got her job either. Oh, yeah, she made up her own so, job title. I think she knows she's just on the shaky ground as, as Chelsea as yeah, well. Yeah, that is the thing, in hindsight, that is the... Neither of them should be there. Yeah. Neither but, of them yeah. deserve the position that they have both somehow fucking found themselves in. They both landed on the feet. None of them deserve it. Um, but, but Chelsea does have seen, a document. Sorry, go on. But Chelsea does have a document that says, yeah, I'm in charge. That's because she fucking brainwashed the fucking... I know she did, but she does have an air of... She does have some legitimacy legitimacy behind her. No, she's an absolute scam artist. She's horrible. Power struggle. Sorry, go on. You were going to say something. Um, Don't know now. Don't know. (laughs) So, yeah, she's... No, remember, sorry, that on um, the internet, um, on the Twitter, there Mm -hmm. is a growing kind of which camp are you in? Are you in the Krista camp? Or the Chelsea camp. That is what people are deciding on at the moment, yeah. I've spotted. So you're gonna you're you're team Chelsea, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Just, okay, well that but you've we decided. Can... There you go, you've nailed your colours to the mast. Chelsea I think, I it is. I think I have. Uh that's until we get fucking Krista on next week and then uh, you'll be <laughs> We haven't got Krista on next week, everybody, just so you know. However, uh, do do keep an eye on the socials. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she's on all the perfume and she's kind of railing through some things through. And she's making a bit of an enemy of Therese. Uh, I think last week she was kind of like, oh, I don't need to worry about her. But I, but I think because Therese can't be asked with Toadie, she's finding something else to fight a battle with. Rather than fighting with Toadie, she's expending her energies elsewhere. And Krista, Krista has done a smart thing here and gone, do you know what? Let's get, I, I, I need a bit of an ally here. So let's get Therese involved. Uh, Does she so get Therese get, involved? Yeah, she gets Therese involved. Yeah, yeah like her, Leo and Therese all have a, a bitch and a moan about oh, Chelsea. Yeah. And then Therese comes steaming in going, what are you doing? You're taking advantage of this poor man. Ordering all your perfume. Who the fuck are you? And she's just like, well, actually, acting manager. Awful. And yeah, and yeah, what Chelsea ends up doing next as well, because Therese does go and have a little chat with Paul. She's like, Paul's like, fancy catch up to my room. And then Chelsea comes in. Chelsea deleted the message as well. 
Yes. Because she's an absolute scumbag. Yeah, she's like, ah, oh, you didn't reply to my message. And Paul's like, what message? I texted you last week. And he's like, ah, oh, fucking hell, I don't know. Sorry about that. I must have missed it. I don't think she quite knows. I think she's, but yeah, she'll, she'll, put, she'll put it together eventually. Uh, but yeah, so she has a big go at Chelsea. And Chelsea throws it back at her, going, who the fuck are you, ex-wife? Don't even, don't even own any part of this hotel now. But get out of my hotel, basically. And yeah, she's made an enemy of her. So Therese keeps on coming back to the hotel because there's a little plot there to Josh, her son, that she likes to look at. And she's thinking about him a lot because of David and all that kind of stuff going on. And Chelsea's like, right, I'll fucking show you. They're doing some repainting because somebody threw something. I'd, I'd, I'd have loved it if it was Katrina Marshall who'd done that, by the way. So oh yeah, Katrina fucking quit again and just started throwing shit at the wall. Yeah, I don't really, I didn't really get what that was. I don't know if it was the gang had been around again or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was a reference to a problem guest. I don't know. I don't, oh, I don't think I, I don't pay enough attention to to get the reference. But yeah, something's gone on. So they're having to repaint that right near where the plaque is. So when the paint is decorated, when the paint is distracted and he's starting to pack up his stuff, she gets the plaque down, puts it in the bin, and goes, "There's all your bin stuff, mate. Make sure you fucking launch that before you get get out of here." So the plaque is gone. <sighs> Therese is going to notice this pretty quickly, isn't she? She's going to notice this next week, right? Episode 9000, I imagine. Episode 9000, she's going to notice this. Yeah. Is she going to put it straight away and go straight to Chelsea, you think? No. No? What? what how do you think it's going to play out? Um, I think... I think... So it, it'll be gone, obviously. She'll go into a bit of a panic... Paul will see her in full panic mode. He'll he'll realize he'll be like, oh shit, yeah, that's that's horrendous. I'll help you find it, or I'll help you get a new one, or I'll comfort you, and that brings them two together for the end of the episode. Ooh, I reckon it's going to be that because she won't, she wouldn't know who it was straight no. away. But then I think maybe later in the week. Maybe there's a hint dropped, and we do find out that it's it is. Well, it well, I don't think well, they should find out that it was Chelsea because that's kind of that's a little secret thing that she's done. I think she could do a few more. I think she's going to do a few more things yet before we get to other things like that coming out. I think for now it is just Paul will be there for Therese, and there you go. Okay, would you yeah, like that prediction? I like that prediction. See, I what think, do you think not, not necessarily just for that, because we are going to wrap it up, I suppose, in a second. What do you think we're going to get for episode 9,000 then? What do you think for that? I've, t- I've already said I'm worried nothing's going to happen and it's just well, going to go be it's gonna be, We're going to get 24 minutes-ish of Neighbours. What do you think is going to happen on said episode? See, I think if anything's going to happen, it's going to be between Toadie and Mel. I'm going to go the other way on this one. I think anything's going to happen, it's going to be them too. That do I, think that, I think it's going to be both playing out at the same time. Yeah, could be. Could be, but I think because Therese just can't be asked with Toadie, Toadie's not going to have any event. Carl's, called, Carl's already kind of told him, like, mate, you can't keep doing this. And I've told, like, I've told you a million times, stop going down this road. Yeah. It's not going to end well. So I don't think he's going to go to, he's not going to get that lesson, that fucking lecture off Carl again. I don't think he's anyone, got anyone else to go to. Andy's busy. His best mate, Andy's busy with being the only policeman in Erinsborough. So I think he's he's just going to go to Mel and it's just 
she's going to make a play for it and it's going to happen. He's not going to be able because he felt something. He said time and time again, I felt something. I don't know what that is, but the best way to figure it out is by banging Mel. You think that's going to happen? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say it's going to be more than a kiss. I'm going to say, I'm going to say. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm, I know you're a bit um, apprehensive about what it's going to go down like, but it is episode nine thousand. I'm hoping they pull at least something out of the bag. And the good thing is, straight after that, it'll be nine thousand and one, two, three, and we'll talk about it all at the end of next week. We will. And if you are disappointed with episode nine thousand, you'll have a highlight in listening to us talking to Viva and Stefan about this whole Chelsea and Paul relationship. It's pretty good. Um, and then also next week, we obviously, like we said, episode 9000, giveaway. We will be giving away some merch as long as you are a registered Patreon on that day, on the on the 4th of March. So if, you, if you've if you been thinking about it, now is the time to do it. It's only a pound. Pull get the involved. trigger. Pull the trigger. It's one pound a month. You'll get early access to the podcast. Like I said, you'll have this Thursday night. You'll get the video version of it as well. So you can see. Yeah, you can see. Hello, you can see. Hello everyone. If you just Hello, watch the this, video. This is us. This right. is us. Uh, you can see me dancing in my chair when I needed a wee before and had to you pause the could podcast. Do. You know what we could do at some point? This is something that we should, I should ask you off camera and recording. Nah, it's, al- it's always better when you, when you do this. So why don't we, in the future, have a little look into us doing a... We do like we do this on video now as well, the Patreons get it. What if we did it on video, give it to the Patreons, but also invite the Patreons to watch it live? They can't talk. I'm not letting those knobheads crash out like and speak on it. I'm not like it's our show, not theirs. But they like a live one where they can watch it. What about that? I think that's a very good idea. I think we we have kind of discussed this before. Uh, yeah, a live little watch line. You can come and watch us record the podcast. I think that would be very fun. Uh, we'll do it at a nice, normal time. That'll, that'll work for everybody. Well, no, it's our show again, so it works for us. And then if they want to come, <laughs> they come. That's the, if you can, we'll you send you the link. It's a lot of the time, I think. <laughs> if it's your show... Then they have to like work around that. I do We're forget that. Giving a lot. free shit. Come on. <laughs> I do forget that a lot. That I'm in charge of this. Well, here's the thing. I let you think you're in charge of this. <laughs> and like, like Jane before, like nice, nice, lovely lady, very lovely lady. Agreed. In over her head. Jk, yep. lovely guy. In over his head, though. His massive forehead. <laughs> Just keeps weighing me down. <laughs> that it, then? That's it. We'll see you next week for another episode. We'll talk about 9000, 9001, etc. We'll talk about the Viva and Stefan chat as well. Loads no, to look forward to. No, we Come won't. We, we won't talk about that. We've done that. It's, it's done. We'll talk about Neighbours. Sometimes. No, because I'd like to hear. Because no, I think. No, stop fucking carrying it on. Why would I want to talk about something I've talked about? No, that would be fucking terrible. Oh, can we, no. do, can we do a rewatch of our own fucking episode? No, I never want to speak of it again after next week. We've got some other no. shit coming up that we've got to promote. Keep watching the <laughs> socials. See you later, dickheads. <laughs>